Hey, it's Jenna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. If you're a returning listener, now's a really good time to head to the podcast page of Apple or Spotify and leave your five-star review. Good morning and happy Sunday. I am so glad you're joining me here again. It's so good to see you um, on my doorstep here into the podcast, into my home, and into our collective tarot reading for the day. Um, I'm excited uh, to do this. I allowed myself once again just like yesterday, to sleep in, which felt really nice. And today I slept in even later. So this podcast is coming even later than usual for some of you who are kind of on the ball um, in the morning, listening in the morning or um, adding it as part of your morning routine. If you're getting ready and you know, you're turning this on maybe while you're making coffee or making breakfast or you know, getting your makeup on, whatever it is you might be doing. Um, it's coming a little later, but I think that's okay. I'm hoping you also got a bit of a sleep in today. It felt, I don't know about anybody else, but it felt like an energetically full couple days. It felt a little like a lot was on my mind. And it felt like there were things on my mind that I couldn't shake. None of my usual practices were allowing my mind to clear of this energy. And so while that might not be the same for you, I'm wondering if it was. (laughs) Let me know, leave me a comment or send me a DM on Instagram or voicemail here, uh, anchor.fm backslash at home tarot. You can leave me a voice memo. Uh, But I think that there's something there anyways with moving into Gemini season and having Mercury kind of make an emergency stop and start moving forward again uh, that was a little jarring. And it's almost as if all that quiet through um, Mercury retrograde, quiet in the mind is what I experienced, um, all of a sudden jumped forward again. And all of these things uh, were living in my head, uh, instead of being able to release a lot and have a really clear mind, which is something I work to do daily, is to have a mind that's clear, that I'm not always thinking. Um, so that that was my experience this weekend. And so being able to sleep in and, um, you know, not worry about a schedule was really nice. Um, how about you? What's your experience been? We talked yesterday about cord cutting. So yesterday I went and got some candles and some tips from uh, the stewards of the local kind of tarot and crystal and witch shop. And so that might be something I do today to really cut cords with someone that's feeling um, the distance has been um, growing and growing and I cannot seem to release Um, some energy there. So I'm going to try that out today. It's actually the first time I'm trying a candle cord cutting. Um, I have a meditation, as I was saying, that that's been so beautiful. Um, But there, 
I felt like I needed something more symbolic. Um, whether that helps me release it or not, I think there's something beautiful about um, a symbol or experiencing something in a tangible way, making some sort of physical um, representation of that and watching something happen. I'm a very tangible, physical person. And so being able to see a cord being burned um, might actually really help me. So we're going to see how that goes. With that, my fellow people pleasers, um, overgivers, uh, self-sacrificers, self-forgetters in relationship, and aka big-hearted, love-centered people, uh, let's get into our tarot reading. So today we have some cards that show that we are deep in our emotions again today, deep in our heart. Um, wondering if me just saying that created some sort of moment for you that felt negative or felt like trepidation or anxiety or even dread a little bit. Um, th it's interesting to notice. And I know I felt a little moment in my throat as soon as I said it. These are the things I want or I encourage. I encourage you to watch for in yourself as you listen to these reads each, each day. Notice those little things. Um, and so when I say we're in cups today, both cards are cups. And that means that today there's going to be a real experience of your heart and your emotions. Um, what comes up for you around that? What is your immediate response? So your your reaction in your body, in your mind. Um, and then once you have a few seconds to consider, then what happens? You know, we're always trying to close that gap between reaction and response so that we can have a reaction and then quickly move into response um, where we, we actually don't even have time to act out the reaction out to other people, out to our life, because the response soon arrives afterwards. And uh, interesting that we're in our cups because while cups are our heart and our emotion, it is also the care we give to people, right? It's how we offer our nurturing energy. It's how we offer our love. It's how we offer, um, mm, what's the other word I want to use here? I was on the tip of my tongue and now it's gone. Um, how we offer our support, our emotional support to others. And there is something here today that has to do with us getting too involved um, in that offering to others and actually being more direct with our supportive energy towards the thing we ideally want, the person we ideally want, um, the kind of love we want. And that could be self, 
but it could be a, a very certain relationship that you actually want to feed more of your love into. And I think this is about how we today direct our love and direct our support and direct our nurturing and compassion. Um, so our self-abandonment card is the three of cups and our self-returning is the knight of cups. And the three of cups is often, often depicts three, what look like females, but as I always say, there's no gender. These are human experiences and a lot of them are internal experiences and they are kind of holding up three cups and you can almost imagine them kind of dancing or walking in a circle and almost cheersing with the cups, clinking the glasses. And the Knight of Cups, which is how we're going to return today. So that was how we're actually going to maybe forget ourselves a bit, lose ourselves a bit. So you can kind of think, what would that mean to me? to notice a group of people who are cheersing, a group of people who are coming together and offer everyone's offering up support. How could I lose myself in that today? What does that energy remind me of? What does that symbol or imagery remind me of? What does it make me think of in my life with people gathering? And how might I get a little lost in that? And how might I, my codependent patterns show up in that? And how might I overgive self-sacrifice or people please in a space like that today? And it might actually be in that space or it might just be our internal experience when we think about that space or our heart is, is feeling into that space. And then for self-returning, we have the Knight of Cups. And as with all the knights, he is on a horse. And a knight is about movement. The knight is who the king and queen send out into the world to do their tasks. So anytime you have a goal, anytime you have an intention, a project, or anything that needs to be worked on. So it could be a relationship, right? There needs to be some effort in a relationship. So that counts. It can be relationship goals and intentions there. And so when we think of that, it's always the night in us that is performing those tasks. It is always the night. The night is the one that actually goes and does. He's the doer. Uh, he is that youthful masculine energy that will do, do, do and hustle, hustle, hustle. And it doesn't have to be a negative. It just means that um, this is the action. He gets all the action. He does all the action. Uh, so we can come back to ourselves today in this card and in the Knight of Cups, it is a knight who looks like the very stereotypical uh, knight in shining armor. And that doesn't really mean a lot, especially in today's society. 
But the essence of that idea is somebody who pursues what they love in order to protect it, in order to obtain it. And because they love it, because they want to commit and devote themselves to that person um, and build a life with that person. And so he is the romantic, he is the lover, um, he is the pursuer, and he knows the one thing he wants to pursue. And so he's always pursuing that cup. And the cup is often up and above him in some way in a card. And this denotes that there is some sort of ideal you're headed for. And while we have to be careful of ideals, because they may not be realistic, it can also come through as a certain value or a certain standard. And so we may not always hit our ideals, but in life, we're often trying to get close to them, as close as reality will allow us, while still leaving so much room for reality and the reality of things. And so what does that bring up for you? When you think about the situation you thought of for Three of Cups, where people are gathering, people are offering support to each other. There's um, uh, people there. What what did you think of for that? And again, what were you thinking of? How could you forget about yourself or lose yourself or diminish yourself um, in that situation? And then when you think of the same thing, so let's bring that forward into the next card. Let's not think of something completely different. Let's relate those two cards. Then with the Knight of Cups being in pursuit of one thing, one thing they want to devote themselves to and not just themselves, devote their energy and action to. That one ideal, that one thing they want to offer their emotional support to, their emotional action towards, their emotional energy towards, their pursuit. What is that one thing? And so what I'm seeing, once you kind of process that, and if you ever need time, just hit pause. (laughs) I'm doing things a little differently. I'm actually using my softest deck the last two days. And so you might notice a little bit of softness while I use this deck. I'm going to continue to use it. Uh, I enjoy softness just as much as I enjoy um, when I'm in my snarky, (laughs) um, blunt energy. Um, You know, I'm a generator in human design, so I respond. And so... I find I respond to my deck's energy with my open throat. Some people may not know what all this means, but if you do, you understand that a generator responds to what's around them. And I have an open throat, which means it's influenced by that as well. Um, And so I find, depending on the deck I use, can really shift the way I use my voice because I'm responding to that. 
that was kind of a side tangent, <laughs> but I wanted to explain that. Um, so today, this is what I see. Okay, so again, if you need to pause because your mind is processing this, or you need to write this out in a journal before I come in with my interpretation, then please go ahead. Um, but here's mine. So I am hearing intuitively with the Three of Cups that we are wanting to lend our emotional energy and effort and support to our friend groups right now. Um, and if it's not a friend group, then there's other options here. So it could be a family unit, um, especially families of three, because there's three people in this card. Um, so it's like trying us really getting into that over effort and over um, analyzing even, um, over giving of trying to have our family come together and emotionally support each other in the way we believe they should. Um, trying to get them all on the same page, sometimes emotionally, um, and getting really lost and disappointed when that doesn't happen. It can also be us if we are in a space where we support others then our emotional labor might be going to thinking about that group of how are we going to bring these people together. And in that, we start thinking of doing more than we need to. And at the base of that is, is trust. It is our trust in relating and our trust in others and our trust in how people will perceive us. Meaning that if we're in a space where we lead a group, um, maybe you have a class, maybe you do group coaching, maybe you're doing a retreat, um, maybe maybe you just gather in a club um, or something like that, like a book club, or maybe you're creating one. <laughs> this is us actually thinking we need to give more emotional labor to that space for it to thrive than it does. Um, and when we think that, two things, we think that our value comes from making sure everybody is emotionally on the same page or is having the emotions we want them to have, to feel the things we want them to feel in that experience, which is um, very controlling of us. It's saying, I don't have space for someone to come here and what they needed was actually to feel really sad and somebody else needed to feel really free and happy and liberated. I can't hold space for two people in the same space having very different experiences. I want them all to feel this. I want them all to feel that. So we can lose ourselves in trying to um, kind of do all the emotional labor of getting everybody on the same page, um, right? Because the Three of Cups is very about unity. Um, and so... A lot of that can stem, especially if we have some codependent um, urgings in us that we've learned, uh, which so many of us do, we can lose ourselves even in the thoughts and the, the heart that we're giving to thinking about how to make that happen. And at the base of it, it's distrust. We distrust that other people can handle um, having that different experience. Um, and 
we have to trust people. And so we might be offering a little too much energy. It might feel mental because it might be on your mind a lot. You know, our mind is the great translator. You know, if, if someone asks you, how do you feel in your body? Your mind is going to have to bring awareness there and then translate it into words and then offer it out of the mouth. And so the mind does the same for the heart. And so if you're thinking about this a lot, them a lot, your family, your person, your friendship group, whatever little community you might be gathering or have gathered, your thoughts may be on them a lot, but just know that that's coming from a heart space. It's coming from a space of wanting to deeply unify them on an emotional level. And we, we, that's not wrong. (laughs) Just, it's not wrong. But I think what we'll forget today with the Knight of Cups lending its energy is we will forget what we're actually in pursuit of. So we can get a little lost in making people feel a certain way when they come together instead of pursuing the goal of why we are coming together. And the Knight of Cups says, I'm going to pursue that. I'm not going to caretake everyone's emotional experience and try to get that emotional experience on the same page. And you might just be doing this with your partner, trying to get on the same emotional page as your partner, trying to unify you and your partner on an emotional level. And the thing is, it's beautiful when you both feel the same thing at the same time. But I think that's rare because we are so complex. We're such complex people. How do you, how do you create that where you feel the same thing at the same time when two people are so different, that experiences happen so differently for them and we can't control that. And so the Knight of Cups says, well, but what's the intention? What's the ideal here? Let's pursue that instead of pursuing unification. Why are we even coming together? And so if it's you and a partner, then it's like, well, we're, we're coming together to um, enjoy life together. And we're, maybe we're coming together um, because we love each other. And so you're pursuing that you love each other, not that you're having the same emotional experience at the same time. I hope that makes sense the way I'm saying that. It might make more sense in a group if you're applying it. So in a family, maybe your family's coming together. So instead of lending all of your emotional labor towards them unifying and having the same experience and celebrating each other at the same time and all of those things, getting everyone on the same emotional page, what's the goal of coming together? Maybe today you're celebrating someone's birthday. So the goal is that so-and-so feels celebrated. Not that everybody there is having the same emotional experience. And so we can actually take ourselves up and out of being the person who's walking around emotionally supporting everyone and actually be the person who continues to act towards the intention of your time together. So maybe it's a friend group. Well, what are you gathering for? 
you know, is there an intention? Maybe your your friend group is one that loves to laugh. And so you're just, I'm always taking action to have fun in this group. Um, maybe not all the time, but think about it today. You know, you might gather today with friends and the intent is to lounge on the couch and, and, and watch bad reality TV. Let that be the intention and let the emotional experiences that happen just happen. Tomorrow, you guys might gather and you're in a book club. And so the intention is to discuss the book. And so instead of putting our energy and action towards everyone having a good time, experiencing the emotions we want to them to experience in that space, our intent is, no, let's just keep talking about the book. It doesn't, everyone can handle their own emotional experience. They're all going to be different anyways. I have no control over that, but I can keep us focused on the book because that is what we're pursuing right now. And so again, I hope these examples are offering you something. And then same, of course, if you're gathering people in a more professional manner or work manner, what is the intent? What is the goal? So if I was gathering people to learn tarot, then I wouldn't caretake the emotional experiences of those people. I would continue to take action towards the goal of how can we use tarot? Um, how can we learn tarot and keep putting the focus back on learning tarot and trust that other people can actually hold their own emotional experience and that we as a group can also hold it. So it's not that it's bad that we can hold each other's emotional experiences. It's when we want them all to be the same and we're working towards that and we're always lending our energy and we forget when that happens, we forget about what emotional experience we are having. And it's important to keep touching base too with what emotional experience you have in that space and not forget yourself in the space that you're, you are part of it and you have an emotional response. And I know myself, when I'm caretaking others' emotions, there is no room for me to have awareness of what I'm feeling in that space. I, I have a, too much energy going to everybody else. And so let's pursue the goal today. Let's actually think about that because it's not something we think about a lot of why are we coming together? What is the intention of us coming together? What is the goal? Not that everything has to be a goal, but it's more than just an intent. It's a loose intent. And let's focus on that so I know what I'm feeling emotionally and other people can have their awareness. Um, and we all have a very different, diverse, complex emotional experience here. Um, and I find when you are focused on the intention of why you're coming together, that's when more openness happens because there's less pressure. Um, people feel our energy when it's completely focused on them and their emotions. And so if you ease off that and they can tell that your focus is on what the intention of the day is or the intention of the experience is and not completely on them, it actually loosens them up to share more. It loosens them up to not feel like they're a project. It loosens them up to actually experience the thing rather than put walls up and block you. Um, 
because sometimes we do that too. <laughs> so, so I think I'll leave it there because that feels like a really full reading today. And I hope uh, you were able to get something from that, especially from the beginning. I think I'm going to keep trying to um, allow you to think about the cards first before I explain. And um, yeah, I hope you just pursue something you love today. And that might just be yourself with the Knight of Cups. Maybe your intention is, you know, you and your own self-love. So um, take action towards what the intention is, the single intention is, the thing you want to pursue long term. And don't worry about being an emotional support to everybody else. I tell you, that is a big lesson. All right. Uh, thanks for joining me. It was really great. I'm going to go have some breakfast. Um, my my partner, Kyle, has been in the kitchen while I record this. So his eggs are the most amazing eggs in the world. Um, so I'm going to go enjoy that. And um, I hope you have a beautiful Sunday. Uh, I care about you. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to JennetDale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then.